if you've ever looked back on some of the decisions or ways that you've behaved in the past and feel cringe, shame, guilt, because you feel like you've acted out of your integrity, this episode will be for you. Welcome to another weekly post game. It's just me today because Matt is landing with his family in Ecuador. They have decided to move from Spain for the winter and will be spending the next few months in Ecuador. And so they are busy landing in their new home. And so I'm creating the weekly post game myself. And I'm excited to share some of my personal lessons around integrity this week and a process that has been supporting me, as well as some news of what's happening inside the father's, son's, brother's community. They say that the moment you go and teach something, the world, universe, God, whatever you choose to call it, tests you on the very thing that you're about to teach. And this week I recorded a video for the Father, Sons, Brothers tribe around the importance and the power of integrity. And as it would happen, my own integrity was called into question this weekend. And I acted outside of my agreements of what it was that I was actually calling into my life. And so this episode is called Integrity Inside Out. And the reason it's called Integrity Inside Out is based on the way that I see the world. I believe that my external reality is very much a reflection of what's going on inside me. And that in order for me to change the world around me, it's my responsibility to realize what it is that I don't like inside myself or what I want to change inside myself. And pretty soon, once I hold that for long enough inside myself, the outside world starts to reflect this new reality back to me. Let me share what I mean. There was a time in my life where I would see that my external relationships, perhaps intimate relationships, perhaps business relationships, lacked a certain amount of integrity. People seemed to be cutting corners in certain places. Um, some of my intimate connections weren't always lining up and people weren't showing up with how we had agreed that we were going to show up. And when I reflect back on that time in my life, it's pretty clear to me that those were a direct reflection from my inability to be able to hold certain integrity that I had with myself. And so I would perhaps say that I was going to do something and not do it or take a shortcut or perhaps share something that was not 100% true or withhold information so that I could get ahead, so that I could get my needs met, so that I could get laid, whatever those particular scenarios were, I wasn't always acting inside my own personal integrity. Over the last few years, if you've been following my work, you will know that I have had a dance with the beautiful plant cannabis. There have been times in my life when it's been really supportive of me. There have been times in my life when it's been an emotional drain, like an energetic drain, where I felt like I've been almost in a codependent relationship with cannabis. And I'm working on it. A few months ago, a friend of mine arrived from the States um, in Guatemala, and he gifted me a cartridge of cannabis, which was oil that goes into a vape, that the first time I hit it, it was super strong. And a part of me really enjoyed the, the mind-alteringness of the, pro of, the, uh, of the product. But there was a part of me that felt like it wasn't actually that safe. And I recognized that the vibration of some of the types of cannabis that's now available commercially for sale. Let me say that I'm a little concerned about it. And the reason I'm concerned about it is I think that cannabis that's grown naturally in 
an environment that's not sprayed with anything and is not treated in a specific way carries a specific vibration. From what I understand now, and having spoken to different growers that have been growing cannabis now in, in California as it's become legalized, I'm concerned about some of the toxicants and sprays that are going onto these, these plants as a way to make the high more potent, more powerful. And I think that there's a shift happening in the actual vibration of the plant <clears throat> that I'm concerned about. And so this is not for everybody. This is for me. What I noticed was when I, when I hit this particular strain of oil, that was a sativa oil inside my vape, a part of me felt like I was really far from normal reality. One part of me, my, let's call it my uh, adrenaline thrill seeker that loves to get high and access different states of reality at different times, was excited by it. But another part of me felt some shame and I came to this place of being like, you know what? My relationship with cannabis is already a little bit challenging. I don't need to be giving myself more and more strong cannabis to be able to get high. I want to move back to a place where I'm engaging with cannabis grown locally or from people that I know and have a different energetic frequency to this particular strain. So I made the commitment inside my men's circle to share that I'd had this experience. And as a way to hold myself accountable, I said I was going to give this cartridge back to the man who had given it to me. All cool. That was the game. He came around last Saturday. I gave the cartridge back to him. I said, thank you so much. I shared. He's in my circle as well, so he knows exactly what the story was. I gave him the cartridge back. We then did a cold plunge together, and we had lunch and a couple of other things, and he left. I knew that I was going to be starting a conscious break from cannabis this Monday. What date is that? <clears throat> the 11th of December. And I was going to stay away from cannabis for until the end of the year, at least until the end of 2023. And the reason I wanted to do this was I felt like I'd got back into a place, not only with this particular shot that I had of the, the strong cannabis, but I'd been smoking flour pretty much every single day. And it felt like it was becoming a bit of an energy, energy drain. I wasn't as sharp and as clear as I wanted to be. And I'm choosing to take a break from cannabis. I knew I was going to start that break on Monday. On Sunday, Araminta, who's away for the week, is I had the house to myself. It felt like a chance that I wanted to engage with cannabis and I had the opportunity to, yeah, get stoned one last time before I took this break. I had run out of flour that I normally smoke and it turns out that my friend Andy had left the cartridge here and I fell back in the hole and I moved out of my integrity of the commitment that I'd made not to go back and engage with this particular strain of cannabis. And and it was a journey. It was really an opportunity for me to sit with this choice that I had made while also being pretty high. And really, it was a deep introspective journey. And amongst other things, I noticed, I noticed in that moment that I was going to have to go back to my circle of men, which happened yesterday, and sit in front of the 10 brothers that are part of that circle and share with them where I had been out of my integrity. And it felt heavy. It felt really heavy because I could see the ripple effect of this choice into all of the co-creations that I'm making in the world, including having a podcast that talks about radical honesty and integrity and making sure that you are in integrity with yourself first and all the things that I speak about only to find that I had broken my integrity with myself. 
And when I notice just how many co-creations I have happening, in addition to my men's circle that's in person here in Guatemala, I host a monthly men's circle called the King Circle. We've had almost 200 men that have attended that circle. Each circle, we're invited to come with whatever's alive and whatever feels like we haven't been able to show up at our best. I've got a partner who I love dearly. I'm creating an in-person men's retreat here in Guatemala in March. I'm working with other people on an ongoing basis. And I have to tell all of those people that I'm not actually able to hold my integrity with myself because I haven't been able to hold this choice. And so it felt fitting that I got tested with this perfect storm of being in a space where I had one last day to engage with cannabis and I was excited to do it, realizing that I'd run out of flour and Andy had left the cartridge here and I was out of my integrity. And it felt like a really important lesson for me to learn this week as I spoke about integrity inside our father's son's brother's tribe. And um, I feel a little bit of embarrassment. I feel a little bit of shame. And I know that this is part of my journey. I know that this is part of what I'm being called to do. I know that I was tested this week for a reason. And I hope that my sharing of this and how I've been using my own men's circle as a way to be able to hold myself accountable is going to be something that can support you. And I want to share, I've shared before on this podcast, if you're dancing with addiction of any type, one of the best ways to help get rid of some of the power that a, that a potential addiction has when it has a hold over you is to be able to be in conversation with people that you love and trust to help hold you accountable. Now, I wasn't in my integrity, even with all the support that I have, even with the knowledge that I have that integrity is so important and that if I can't hold my internal integrity, it's going to be reflected to me in my outside world. This is where I find myself right now, shooting this video, sharing my journey of integrity. And um, what I have noticed when I look back on the versions of myself from the past, where I've acted outside of my integrity, I have an ability to be able to look back and shame that part of myself or be like, wow, you really did that? You really hurt people or you cut a corner that I shouldn't have done. And there's all this judgment and sometimes it's ladled with guilt and shame around my past choices. <clears throat> and I recognize that in those moments, I was acting with the only choice that I could have made in that circumstance. Like with that level of consciousness that I had, Gareth 10 years ago, that was outside of his agreements with regards to relationship or business or money or something like that. I wasn't at the same level of consciousness and awareness that I have right now. And if I continue to shame that version of myself, all it does is it creates a split inside of me. And I need to really hold that version of myself, that past version of myself that wasn't completely in my integrity with love and support the same way that I would if an a brother or a friend or my partner or my parents came to me and said, hey, this is where I'm at. This is where I fucked up and I just want to share it with you. I'm definitely not going to be guilting them, shaming them, giving them a hard time. I'm going to be holding them with love and reverence. And that's what I'm being called to do. And I'm sharing this here because <laughs> it would be a little bit hypocritical if I didn't share all of the times that I wasn't in my integrity when I speak on this vlog and on social media and inside my men's circles about being in integrity. So sharing that with you, 
calling you to a place if you feel like you aren't in your integrity with any of the commitments that you're making to yourself to, first of all, find somebody that you can be very clear about what it is that you need support with. And I find one of the pieces that really supports holding yourself accountable is being clear. Because when there's a lack of clarity, we can easily fall into this place of like, ah, oh, I said I wouldn't smoke as much. Like that's kind of vague. Like that's, that leaves a lot of space to be like, okay, well, I have some today and maybe some tomorrow. But to be able to say, right, I'm going to engage with cannabis twice a week on Mondays and Thursdays, whatever. Or I'm going to, you know, find the right relationship that you want to be in with the substance that you're engaging with. And then find somebody that can hold you accountable for those particular commitments that you've made to the relationship that you have. So if you're in a male body and you're watching this, the King Circle and the Father, Sons, Brothers Tribe is probably one of the best places to do this because we're talking this language. We're supporting, the, I know there are many men that are dancing with cannabis. She's a beautiful teacher and there can be a part for some men where our relationship becomes codependent, where we're not always at our best and we're not always in right relationship with our addictions. So that brings me to some fathers, sons, brothers news. This Sunday, the 17th, is the final King Circle for 2023. We are creating a, a very specific and special event that's happening inside the circle called Post Game 2023. And it's really an opportunity for you to take two hours, take a breath, stop everything else that's happening in your world, and just drop into a space where you can rest, relax, breathe, take off any masks, and show up as your most authentic self. Inside the circle, we're going to be sharing a process that you can use to reflect back on the last 12 months of your life and see where you've shown up as your best. Anchor in some of the things that you've really done well and make sure that you continue to focus on and develop and evolve those practices that have supported you this year so that you can continue to build and evolve into a better version of yourself in 2024. At the same time, we're going to use the space to reflect on some of the areas where you didn't show up your best this year. What are some of the things that went sideways in 2023? Some relationships that didn't work out. Some of the lessons that you learned. We're going to give you a step-by-step -step process that you can use to be able to integrate those lessons so that you don't repeat those lessons in future, but also to be able to harness the gold and to take some of the learnings that come from these difficult, unpleasant, shitty situations that life sends us and anchor them in as a way to be able to make sure that 2024 is your best year yet. So if you've never been to a King Circle, they happen on the last Sunday of every month. It takes place on Zoom and it's a two-hour event. Because the last Sunday of this month in December is going to be the end of the, like I think it's the 31st of December, we've moved it forward by two weeks. And so it's going to be on the 17th of December. It's completely free. Everybody's welcome. And um, we are accepting of men in any stage of life, any race, color, creed, sexual orientation. If you identify as a male, we are excited to host you inside the King Circle. This is King Circle number 19. And it's called Post Game 2023. When you show up to the circle, you will also be supporting our aim at Father Sons Brothers, which is to get 10,000 men inside a men's circle. We're currently on 193, and we'll be adding the total of the number of men that show up at the circle this Sunday to that total. 
And we're following this mission because we believe that being inside a conscious, well-created, well-held space with other men is a really, really powerful medicine that allows you to not only be witnessed in whatever's alive for you in your world at the moment, but also to be able to see that the other men in the circle very often are dancing with some of the same challenges that are happening in your world. And that when you don't go into the space, you sometimes feel like you're on this journey alone, like, ah, oh, I've got all these things to hold and so many responsibilities. And I've got this thing happening with cannabis. This is my story. And I really wish that I could be in more alignment with it. So often when you come into the circle and share what's alive with you, the other brothers reflect it back to you immediately. Someone will reach out and say, thank you so much for what you shared about your dance with cannabis. It's really supporting me. I'm in the same place, blah, blah, blah. Likewise, I'm sitting in the circle and someone shares something else. And I'm like, whew, feels so good to have another brother sharing something that's alive with him and he's holding. And I'm like, wow, I've got that too. And there's something about hearing that that just really takes a load off and helps to, I would just say, feel like you're not dancing with this alone. And this is the power of the technology that's held inside a men's circle. And so if that feels like something you want to access, we would love to have you inside King Circle number 19. And um, that's happening this Sunday. There will be a link to this uh, registration to get your seat um, inside the show notes of this or the description of this video, depending on where you're watching this. Right. Also happening this week, we, re we released episode number 32 of The Call to Courage. This is a pretty special episode for me because it was an opportunity that Matt and I took to record an in-person conversation in Mexico about two years ago. Matt was about to become a father. He was just about to get married and he was having a really small celebration in Mexico with his partner, Aitana. It was a last minute thing and we couldn't make it only we could make it. We just went there and surprised Matt. He wasn't expecting us to be there. So when we were in Mexico, we filmed this, this podcast and it's a really special conversation about Matt's journey with manifestation, his understanding of how the law of attraction works and how we've supported one another on that journey. When we recorded the podcast, we actually weren't focused on men's work. Our brand was still called Live More Perfect Days then. And so we were talking about manifestation. Matt shares a really powerful story that he had around his journey with money and how he's reframed his journey with money and how that's shifted his vibration so that more money shows up in his reality. And he also spoke about a pregame that he was doing for becoming a dad. At that stage, he wasn't a father yet. He's now the dad to a two-year-old. And um, it was a really, really powerful conversation. If you want to understand more about manifestation, understand about this role that we have of being in relationship specifically to money. Matt shares an absolute gem of this investment banking version of himself that had a really toxic relationship with money and where he was shaming that version of himself. He could never come back into alignment to manifest more money until he integrated that part of himself. And so, yeah, it's a gem of a podcast. If you watch the video version, I'll also include that in the show notes to this episode you can see the surprise video that we created when myself and Araminta surprised them in Mexico for their wedding. They weren't expecting us to be there. And um, yeah, super jazzed to share this episode. It feels like a really good episode to end the year off with. And um, excited to see you in the King Circle this weekend. Also, if you are not a member of the Father's Sons Brothers WhatsApp group, 
we've got a really awesome conversation happening with the men inside that group. And I'll include a link to the Father, Sons, Brothers WhatsApp group. It's a men's only WhatsApp group. And uh, we'd love to see you inside there. Thank you for tuning in to this episode called Integrity Inside Out. I'll also leave a link to my Instagram in the show notes of this. If any of this integrity stuff vibes with you, drop me a DM on Instagram and share this episode with anybody else that you think might be supported to come back into alignment with ourselves around addictions, around integrity in general, specifically around the past versions of ourselves that haven't acted inside integrity. It really supports the work that we're doing and uh, it could support somebody else that would find value in this transmission. And thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you on the next episode. Ciao.